0: The shark came out. G'day everyone, welcome to another episode of The Short Cameo, the show where I discuss movie news, reviews, and everything in between. My name is Nick Pendry, and for the first time in short cameo history, we are doing two pods in one day. Has this ever happened before? No. Will this ever happen again? On today's show, we are talking about a little mini series that I watched recently and, spoiler alert, really enjoyed. It's a little show on HBO Max called Mayor of Easttown, and look this this is actually going to be a first for me because I've never reviewed an entire TV show in one podcast. I did do fa- every I did review every episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which is probably a bit easier given you know you're talking about thirty minutes of a show. Um, so I will see I will see how I go given that a TV is obviously structured very differently to a movie. Certain things that I would normally just comment on without thinking about it might, I'll probably have to adjust my approach, I guess is what I'm saying. So we're in an experimental phase, 15 episodes in. I probably need to stop making the comments you'd make if you were some sort of seasoned professional 2000 podcast in. Anyway, I don't think there's anything I need to touch on that haven't already touched on in earlier podcasts of the day. So, two-minute non-spoiler about Mayor of Easttown. This movie is directed by Craig Zobel. He directed all seven episodes. Uh, it's written and created by Brad Inglesby. Uh, don't know too much about either of these guys, I'll be honest, um, but I will definitely be paying more attention for their future works. Uh, the show stars Kate Winslet as Mayor. also stars Julian Nicholson, Evan Peters, Jean Smart, Andrew Rice and Guy Pearce in a smaller role. Look, I'm not going to make any circuit about the fact I had a lot of... A bit wrong to say I had a lot of fun, given it's a murder mystery show. Um, but, look, I thoroughly enjoyed watching it. It is the kind of show... How do I put it? It's. It, I would say the show is almost split up into two parts. The first part is very much focused on the murder mystery and gives you a bit of background about the characters. But then the mystery element almost takes a back seat for a while and the show chooses to focus much more on this one family that mayors a part of and they're coming to terms with um, grief and dealing with that processing that coming through with that and I think um, what I really liked about this show is how it shows how all these characters in this family process grief in their own way and how that leads to tension within the family and them trying to almost overcome it and try and communicate with each other when they really don't want to communicate with each other. And that's, I think, where the is at its strongest and that's what really um, brought me into it. That's not to say that the murder mystery isn't interesting in its own right. I just think it gets overshadowed occasionally. Uh, but nevertheless, particularly in the final episodes where you find out who did it and who uh, who else was involved, there's a, there's quite a lot of twists and turns. Let's say that, and it meant that the final couple of episodes were really engaging and really interesting when it all meshed together with finding out who did this murder and then also combining that with sort of the cathartic element of particularly Mare's character. So look. I highly recommend watching this show. I think if you're a fan of murder mysteries, then you're going to be interested. If you're a fan of strong character development and, you know, characters with a hard edge that have a complicated past, then there's there's so much to love with this show. Highly recommend checking it out. All let right, right, let's, let's do some spoilers. Right, so uh, first discussion point. Easily, the standout of this show is Kate Winslet as Mayor. She brings her absolute peak best to this. Um, I saw she won an Emmy and a Golden Globe for this role. Oh, this! I could go on and on about this performance. It is just mm, spectacular. I really like the writing for her character as well. It's kind of it's it's clear very quickly that. There is some baggage. You don't know what. You don't know exactly why. Because she's she's very rude and very abrupt with everybody she talks to. She's sort of putting on this mask of stay the stay the hell away from me. And I liked the show gives you not so much clues, but just slowly reveals why she is the way she is. So it's giving you info, but it's not giving you the full picture. So you're not. They could have they could have just given tiny little crumbs throughout the show and then had a big reveal in the final episode why she is the way she is. I like that they didn't choose to do that because you kind of need to know why this character is the way she is reasonably early because otherwise she's just going to get really annoying. Um, so you kind of they we need to be on her side. So I like I think it's in like the second episode you find out her son killed herself. You don't know what the circumstances were surrounding that, what role she had in that. Um, but it's enough to get you on her side. And then as more and more is revealed, you just feel more and more for this character. It's similar to another movie that did grief, the idea of grief really well. A movie on Amazon Prime called Manchester by the Sea. That had a similar idea where they set up this character who was very, very damaged, but you don't know why. They're very rude to everybody they meet. And then you find out why not too late into the movie. So then you can... be on the side of this character and watch them process this grief they have to go through. I also really like the Kate Winslet, her performance. She, it's not overdone. It feels so real and so tangible. Like you can see she's, she's just trying to hold it together every single day. She's willing herself along sort of trying to just put all these dark thoughts and things that have happened to her into this corner of her mind and just lock it up and refuse to go through and refuse to deal with it. And it, coalesces in a great line she has in the final episode she's talking to the husband of uh whose wife has recently passed away in a car crash and she just says look you find a way to live with it you know you just you you, you deal with it you carry on uh, it's just it just feels so real it's just so good and look she's she is damaged and the f- show shows that but it's not like sort of thrown in your face that she just drinks all the time, you know, is horrible and mean and just, it's more complicated than that. Like she, you, you can kind of see she, she wants to break out of this. She wants to move on. She wants to connect with her family, but she just doesn't know how to do it. And she keeps making these poor decisions. You know, she harasses the mother of the daughter who's gone missing. She plants drugs on her son's girlfriend. So she can not stop her getting custody of the son of the, of her um, grandson. Um, she confronts her ex-husband when she finds out he had this weird relationship with the victim. Just, she, you can tell she, she's sort of, she's trying to do the right thing in her own way, but she just, she, she doesn't know how to go, doesn't know how to go about it in the best way. In a way, it's a classic, you know, complicated, hard edge character with a lot to unpack, but it's just her, it's Kate Winslet that sells it. Her performance draws you in. It's so real. You find yourself wanting to learn more about her while cringing at wondering what she's going to do next, which character she's going to annoy next, and in the end, you're so desperate for her to break out of this grieving rut she's in she it just it's a brilliant performance and well deserves the awards and accolades she got for it in terms of the other cast i really liked her mother as this kind of comic relief a bit silly and a bit wacky uh (laughs) the scene where you find out she had an affair with this other character just randomly thrown in at the the husband's wife's funeral (laughs) just and then Bears just cackling at her in the car I like that she's there to provide that comic relief, but then also the relationship we have she has with Mare is also complicated in its own right because they they clash heads a lot. The mother moved in to help her overcome her, uh, Mare's son's death, but they're not really. It's I like again it felt very real that they would have these scenes where they just were shouting at each other, or, you know, yelling at each other. And then storming off in a half, and then almost the very next scene, it's the day later, and they're just carrying on, you know? Because that's kind of how families work a lot of the way. You sometimes you get really, really annoyed with each other, and then the next day it's just well, we're family. We move on, you know? And then it all kind of comes together in the final episode for her when she they're having lunch after getting custody of the of their grandson, and she's kind of chatting about some random crap, and then she I can't remember exactly how it goes down, but she sort of starts talking to Mare about her son and just sort of says to her, like, she starts crying and says, it wasn't your fault. Like, yeah, she's so desperate for Mare to get past this and she finally finds a way to communicate that with Mare and you see Mare's breaking down and trying to hold us together and has to run to the bathroom and, oh, I don't really cry in movies, but very close, very close. And, I mean, the rest of the cast, the acting is so strong in this whole show. Mare's daughter particularly, I reckon she almost threatens to steal the show in a couple of moments. Uh, Aussie actress, should just make a note. I like where they went with her character because she was kind of in the background for a lot of the time. She's uh, sort of go- going in and out of these relationships with others. I didn't really know what they were doing with her. And then you find out, because she's she's making this video f- about her brother, And the circumstances of his death, which was, yeah, nice to see. But I was just, I didn't know where they were going with the character. And then you find out she was the one who found him when he hung himself in the the attic. And realising that because Mare has just broken down as a mother... She and her ex-husband are no longer together and it's almost been put on Siobhan to kind of just be the character that stays strong, that doesn't cause too much extra turmoil in the family. You know, she has to carry on, be the good daughter and that, you know, the cracks start to appear. She starts abusing, she sort of abuses drugs at one point and kind of just confronts Mare saying how how she kind of hates her for making her be the one to find the dead son. Laurie as well, Mare's friend, also threatens to steal the show. I thought she was really good, particularly when she becomes front and centre in the final ep as her family just completely falls apart. And I really liked the role reversal she had with Mare, whereas Laurie originally was this supporting friend for Mare and trying to help her get through this grief without just sort of being that rock for her, and then how that kind of has to get reversed. I really like to, I should say, that while Laurie initially yells at Mare for being the one to arrest her son, and as they have that whole confrontation in the car, I like that that didn't stick, They didn't end the show with that, and then it shows them being together at the end, hugging, supporting each other. I thought that was a really good touch. Uh, Guy Pierce as well is also... Oh, no, sorry, I forgot about... Zabel, who plays a- another detective who's brought in... Pretty early in the show because they don't trust Mayor to carry out the murder investigation. He was a bit of a mixed bag for me. I liked his background when you find out that he got lucky with his previous case. that was supposed to be this big case that he sold because some private detective got hired, had figured it out and, and then died. And he just sort of stumbled along the, his findings. That was cool. Um, but I, I don't know. He ends up, he gets killed off in what... I think was supposed to be this shock moment. It just felt a bit weird because I didn't really feel his, you know, love interest with Mare that was kind of teased at for a couple episodes. I didn't really feel that was warranted. I felt it was enough. All right, so Mare doesn't want him there at the start. That's very clear, but he's kind of... He's just this really nice, smiley guy, and, you know, he kind of breaks down her walls, and they start to, you know, have a this sort of weird friendship going on. I felt that was enough, and then it would have been good to reveal that... He didn't solve the previous case and then killing him dying would have had enough value. I didn't think bringing in this weird love interest with Mare was, I just didn't think that was necessary and kind of took away from the character arc he had. But look, he was still, he still did really well. Uh, Guy Pierce as well is in this show. Um, he's always good. He doesn't have a lot to do. He has a nice little relationship with Mare. I like the dynamic of these two older characters who have just been through a lot coming You know, they're in their middle age. And I like that they didn't try and over-dramatise it with them having some big falling out halfway through the show and then maybe getting back together at the end or something. Just everything in this show felt so real. And I like that it shows them together at the end, giving hope for Mare that she might be able to continue a relationship with him. I thought that was really good. Next big talking point about this show, obviously, is the element of grief. I've kind of already talked about it. It's very much the centrepiece idea of the show. How we react to, to um, things that happen to us, how then we process it, how we overcome it, and how it differs for everybody. Because it focuses very much, like other characters in, minor characters in the show are also dealing with grief. There, are, There's veins of that running through it, but mainly centers on this one family. And I like how Mare, it all centers around the death of Mare's son. And how she has chosen to just never talk about it, never mention it, basically act as if it hasn't happened. Her mother is trying, is almost is trying to play the anchor role of trying to help Mare through it, but she doesn't really know how to do that because she doesn't know how to communicate with Mare anymore. The daughter trying, wanting to talk about it, wanting everyone to process it. She's creating this video almost as a way for her to speak about it. Uh, she she hates she hates that May won't talk about it and then there's also the ex-husband um they don't touch on him as much but i like he, he has this one conversation with Siobhan, sort of realizing that he he, he hasn't asked her how how she's going cuz he's been so he's been so caught up in trying to move past it by f- having a new relationship starting a new family Basically, they, everyone grieved separately and in their own ways and kind of went their separate ways. And then it's interesting to see how they're almost trying to find their way back to each other as a family. And to that, I really liked uh, Mayor's relationship with her therapist. It's there's, there's not, They only have a few scenes together. She's forced to go see her because she planted plants drugs and the, the chief makes it necessary for her to go see this therapist. But I really like that it's not Hollywoodized. Do you think of other movies like Goodwill Hunting where... That's a very, that's a I should say it's an amazing movie. I really love it. But it is a little Hollywoodized in the whole cathartic moment that Matt Damon has um, at the end with uh, Robin Williams. This show chooses to go a more quieter route in that she objects to the therapist in a way, but she keeps coming back. And then she slowly opens up more and more. And then we get the reveal of how her son died and how she found him. But there's no real sort of silly Hollywoodized moment of catharsis for Mare. It more just the therapist leads her to the idea maybe she should go revisit the attic to try and process her grief. And then it leads to the nice little poetic ending where she does pull down the stairs and climb up. It felt very, it just felt right for what the show was trying to tell us about how you know how we process grief and how it doesn't you don't just suddenly get over it. It's a long, stretched-out process, and Mare sort of getting onto that pathway to try and get over her son's death. Should also talk about the murder mystery. I thought it was good, it was it was interesting, it was engaging. It very much takes the forefront in the first three, maybe four episodes, I think. Um, there's a lot of red herrings say with the priests, Oh, sorry, not priest, priest. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who else, the victims, um, ex-boyfriend Dylan. I'll get, I'll get to him in a second. Um, and certain other things. And then there's the twists and turns at the end. It look. it looking like the uncle had a relationship with this girl. Then you find out it was actually the other uncle and he was just getting that other uncle to take the fall, but then he was only doing it to protect his son. It, had the potential, I think, to sort of fall apart and just get a bit too ridiculous with the amount of red herrings they were throwing out. And then it's, it, I liked that it was a risk. It was, because it's a fairly risky business to have the kid, a kid, end up being the murderer, which, by the way, you know, I've mentioned once, I've mentioned a thousand times, kids in cinema, oh, it can go very wrong. But I thought the, um, I forgot it. Ryan, the kid who ends up being the murderer, or well, manslaughter, really. I thought he did. I thought he was really good, really strong as a, um as a young actor. Um, and I liked it. Was a risk to have him as the murderer, is what I'm trying to say. But they pulled it off for me because they do enough to make you understand how it happened. And he's not some sort of psycho killer at the end. He's very much just he was seeing his family fall apart. He has a bit of an anger issue. He wanted wanted to just wanted to scare her, and then you know they tussle for the gun, and they suddenly kills her. And then I, the dad's brother coming in to help cover it up. That was maybe a little far fetched that the dad's brother was just so willing to help with this. They didn't really go anywhere f- any further with that, but it led to some really great scenes at the end with. Ryan explaining what happened and breaking down, Mare breaking down in the interrogation scene, and then Laurie also trying to pull it together and then going out to the car and then she's breaking down. (laughs) It all threatened to go off the rails, but it all, I thought, came together pretty well. The only other thing I wanted to mention was Dylan, uh, who was the the girl who died. That was her ex-boyfriend. I was just a bit confused what they were doing with him through most of the show. Cause once it's revealed that he's not the father of the, the, the son, I think they were just struggling to, to know what to do with him because he has, they sort of just made him a red herring in the end because it, his current girlfriend reveals he wasn't with her the night, um, Erin died. I've just suddenly remembered her name, Vic. Um, but then they don't, go anywhere with that he's sort of he's running around going crazy sort of threatening Aaron's friends wanting to burn books to hide things up but then they don't really conclude that in any sort of meaningful interesting way which i understand they want to focus on the main characters that was just one minor thing about the show that i thought they kind of just left hanging they didn't they didn't properly conclude because everything else in this show is so strong that kind of stood out in a way one other thing I want to touch on with this show is the cinematography, because for most of the show, I wasn't thinking too much about it. This town, ta- I got, you know, very early on, it felt like this town was very dreary and dark and grey and a bit depressing. But then every now and then, there'd sort of be this brilliant, bright shot of the landscape of, you know, the morning sun or uh, the start of the last episode where Mare goes to confront the guys, the two men out in the, by the lake, and they the initial shot of that episode where it pans out and shows them fishing was just so... It just looks so beautiful. It kind of was contrasting with the dark, depressing town. And the way I, I have no idea if the filmmakers were going for this, the way I saw it was that the town almost played the role through the cinematography of being this dark and depressing place, but with glimpses of beauty and hope very much reflecting the character's struggles and trying to break out of this depressive state they're in i mean look that's how i saw it i'm probably grasping at straws there just something i took away from the show so look i think it's pretty much everything i wanted to touch on guys look in the end 100% recommend checking out this show it is well worth your while it's only seven episodes they're about an hour long so it does take up a bit of your time um but you know one one episode a night for a week would 100% guarantee you recommend you do that. Kate Winslet absolutely brings it. She says, um, I haven't seen her in that much stuff, to be honest, but 100% want to go and see her in other stuff. She is so good in this show. Her daughter, played by Andrew Rice and Julian Nicholson as Laurie, are also really, really strong. Couple of minor characters that maybe didn't quite work in Zabel and uh, Dylan. But other than that, uh, what I love about the show is that it is a murder mystery, but that almost is second rung to just the focus the show has on this family trying to come to terms with this horrific thing that's happened, a horrific event that's happened in the past. So try give it a watch if you can. It's on HBO Max or if you have some other way of watching it, 100% do that. And yeah, that's another podcast in the bank. Um, how many are done now? Oh, 15. That's cool. Uh Guys, once again, thanks so much for listening if you are listening out there. Um, again, I apologize for not releasing one of these for a year, just circumstances being what they were, that's how it happened. So I'm going to try my best to get out as much as I can just to try and be a reliable <laughs> provider of content. Once again, if you want to reach out and uh, have a discussion about s- something I've said, then you know you know, you know where to contact me uh, through email or through a variety of social media platform options. Best things about movies are the discussions that they bring. Alright, see you next time. The Short Camera cannot-